Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop Anime Comics Lounge. Today, I have the amazing Maria, who is a professional wrestler who has held the WCCW Women's title, the UWF Vixens title, the USWF Ladies title, and the OVW Women's title. Let me go ahead and say this. I've also held the UWA Women's title, the IWA Women's title, and the UWF Women's title. And now you've had an amazing career, no pun intended, so far, when were you first introduced to professional wrestling? I was first introduced to professional wrestling, like, when I was a kid. Like, just watching it on TV and stuff and going to, like, local shows. And then I've pretty much grown up in professional wrestling. And so when did you transition over to becoming a professional wrestler? I actually first started about six years ago. I was a young mother. I had children young, like, at 19 and 21 years old, so... Like, I always wanted to be a professional wrestler, but I didn't want to start training and do all the things that needed to be done, having such young children, instead of being a single mom and stuff. So I started training, started, like, getting into shows once my children got old enough to understand what was going on. They were, like, 10 and 12, something like that. So I started out as a photographer at a show because photography is one of my passions. And I started training there, and it just went from there. And now, being that you were older when you started to train, did you have a different perspective on the industry, considering that you entered kind of as a photographer and then you went into training? No, I've always had a respect for the business and like everything that entails. The only reason I started out as a photographer was because we were needing something for me to do after training. Everyone has things to do. You do security, you referee. I did photography because we needed someone to do pictures. And now, where did you train at? Oh, do I really have to talk about that one now? <laughs> um, honestly, I started out training a little company in Kentucky called KZ Vicky. I uh, really don't consider that where I trained because it was not a good environment. And after so. that, how did you gain more experience as a wrestler? Well, I started out training at KZ and they thought that it would be professional to put me in a match after having two weeks of training. So I was there for maybe six months or so. I just knew that I wasn't going to grow or learn anything there. So I went from there to WCCW and UWF and would just get in the ring with the vets that were there and trained with them. And now in those two promotions, how was your training broken down and what reassurances did you have and what process did they put you through to get you ring ready? Constant drills, repetition is the main thing. I would tell everybody I didn't have any real form, formal training as set training. I just learned the basics and then everything that I've learned I've picked up on my own. Now let's talk a little bit about your career so far. You made your debut in WCCW in 2011. What was that like? I debuted at WCCW in a match against Mickey Knuckles and then maybe a month later into the cage match. But my debut at WCCW was one of my favorite times just because I got to work Mickey Nichols and I got to learn so much from her. And now let's talk about that steel cage match. It was very early on in your career. How did you yes. feel about going into that match? And how did you prepare both physically and on the psychological level of that type of match? Psychologically, I just went in there thinking that no one could beat me. And I had a steel cage to use as my weapon. Physically, just continued training. I watched a lot of videos on my opponent to see the things that they did and the things that I could work around or work with. And now, in 2012, you continued to wrestle in WCCW, where you had an opportunity to capture your first WCCW women's title. What were the circumstances that surrounded that? 
I didn't not only capture my first WCCW title, but I was the first ever WCCW Women's Champion. So how so, did that circumstance all come about? I was training and working hard, and they decided they wanted a women's division, and we had myself and another girl, and I just beat her for the title. And now in being the first, what type of pressure did you have on you being the first WCCW Women's Champion? The pressure is always on of being a champion at any company just because there are so many girls that are coming to try to take your title away from you. So there's always pressure no matter where you are or what company it is. Being the first ever, though, it did give me something that no one could ever take away from me. And now also during 2012, you debuted in United Wrestling Federation. How did you discover this promotion? When I left KZW, I sought out UWF and WCCW to get some training. So I've known some people that worked at UWF, and I just went to a show one night, and after, talked to the promoter, and just started training there with them. And in UWF, you had a few rivalries. One of them was with Little Naughty over the Vixen title. How do you feel yeah. that this three or four matches played out between the two of you regarding the title the fact came down to the end and i won the title i think it played out pretty well for me we had some good matches it played out pretty well in the end for me because i came away with the title and now after this you had an intense rivalry with elida uh yes that was in both promotions uwf as well as wccw and wrestling down in knoxville she beat me up all over the two states so how do you feel that you wrestled her in multiple promotions and for multiple titles in 2012 honestly i absolutely love wrestling against the lead ortiz because she's so much bigger and stronger she pushed me she pushed me to work harder and sometimes smarter because i didn't beat her in several of those matches and now you wrestled her many many times and you had eight or nine title matches with her do you find yeah. it easier that the more matches you have with somebody the more you understand their style or do you have yeah. a feeling that you have to keep on one-upping the previous match you had? Well, you always have to constantly one-up, but working so many different matches with one person, you actually learn the things that they do and you can anticipate. So the thing about it is you have to keep on your toes because that means they're learning you as well. So you have to not only worry about changing things up and doing things you know, different or things that they're not going to expect, but then also try to anticipate and expect what they're going to do. And now following this rivalry, after you had eight or nine matches, you entered a smaller rivalry with Nutty Nancy. <laughs> I don't think anybody in this world has had a rivalry with Nutty Nancy. Nutty Nancy is all on her own. It sounds like you enjoyed the two matches you had with her. You know, honestly, I've had more than that with Nutty Nancy. I just had a match with Nutty Nancy at OVW about three weeks ago. Nutty Nancy is, is an awkward individual, and she just goes where she wants and does what she wants. I think she just wants to be everybody's friend, and if you don't want to be her friend, she just wants to beat you up. So, kind of how that goes. How did you enjoy wrestling her for the USFW women's title? I thought that was crazy. Why on earth? I don't understand why she thought she would get a title match. But it didn't pan out well for her at USWS. So I was also the first ever USWS women champion as well. So that's another title they can't take away from me. And now after facing her, you faced Roxy Star in WCCW, where you had four crazy matches with her. What is yeah. it like wrestling Roxy Star? Wrestling Roxy, it was different. A little punk rock. She had too much 
energy, and I just wanted to beat it out of her. Those matches, it came down to a hair versus hair match, and I happily to say that I got to cut Rocky Star's hair off and make her look like a little boy. That gave me great pleasure. Now, how do you feel about matches that have high stipulations to them? Do you enjoy them? Do you think that... I love them. I love them. They make you work harder, and they make you push yourself harder to win the match. If you put me in a match that has a high stipulation, like a dog food match or you know, hair versus hair, I don't know if you've actually paid attention to my hair, but I have pretty sexy hair. So there's no way I'm going to lose a hair versus hair match. Someone is going home looking like a boy, and it's not going to be me. I don't know. Like, I don't know if you've seen my pictures or seen my hair, but I have beautiful hair. No, no, I, I see it. I, I love, like, your, your entire ring attire. I, I just love that response. I, I think that response really captures the entire hair versus hair mentality. Exactly. And now, you obviously have had some wonderful matches during this time. Do you have a particular favorite match that you had? while wrestling in WCCW or UWF? Favorite match in UWF would be, I said it have to be against Mickey Knuckles when she put me out for a while. It was very hard hitting and she pushed me to my limits and also tore my ACL and sidelined me for a while. But I said that was probably my favorite match out of UWF. One of my favorite matches in WCCW, I guess it have to be against Jesse Bell's mothers. There's nothing like working a redneck. Now, in 2013, you took some time off, and then you returned in 2014. What was it like to return back to the wrestling ring after over a year of being gone? It was amazing, no pun intended. I absolutely loved being in the ring and being out that year for the ACL surgery and rehab and just strengthening back up. I was miserable, and I was an angry person, and when I got to come back into the ring, I just got to take all that anger and frustration out on anyone who stepped in the ring with me. So, sucks for them, but it was amazing for me. And now, being that you were injured with your ACL, do you now, as a wrestler, take more time to stretch and to be more sensitive to certain injuries? Always. Um, I'm always aware, and I'm always mindful in a match of my knee because most of the women that I wrestle know that I've had an ACL injury and placement. The object of the game is to win, so why would they not go after that? So, you know, I'm very mindful when I get in the ring of what someone does to me. And now let's talk about 2015. During this year, you had the opportunity to work with two young wrestlers, Haley Shadows and Mary Dobson. What was it like working with these two young wrestlers who are really up and coming and appear to be the future of this industry in many ways? Working with Crazy Mary Dobson is on a whole nother level. She is so good, and we have had so many good matches in so many different places. We do girl fight now, and we're always on the show together, and I'm just like, can I have Crazy Mary? Can we wrestle each other? Because it's so good and she pushes me to be better. Working with Haley Shadows, she's actually my time partner these days. So <laughs> she's in the car with me right now. So say hey Haley. Stop, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely love her. She's my time partner. We go everywhere together. We're always on the road together. Very comical times with this child. I love her so much. And now you just mentioned a few questions back about Jesse Bell smothers, Jesse Bell. Now, in 2015 and 2016, you had a crazy rivalry, and you still might have one with Jesse Bell. Uh, yes, we are still going strong. How did that all start? We've had, like, many rivalries and stuff, and different promotions, and we both got signed on at OVW at Ohio Valley Wrestling, and she was the women's champion there, and I came in and challenged her for the belt, 
and I took it from her, I guess best way to put it. And she got to digging in my past, like things that came up, you know, when I was younger, came out that I had done some stupid stuff as a young adult and had went to jail and, and have a felony. And she had dug into my past and like started bringing it out on TV and started accusing me of being a drug dealer and accusing me of doing all these things and trying to get the owners of the company to strip me of the title. And so I just started having to beat her every chance I got and then we had a match in Bargetown, Kentucky about three and a half weeks ago and she had her little boy toy with her, St. Andrews and when I hit her with my finish, he grabbed the referee and pulled the referee out of the ring and so I went over to them, we were arguing back and forth and I, I was like, ref, please just throw him out, so the ref threw him out and he wasn't trying to leave, so he's, he's walking Shane Andrews and I turned back to Jesse Bell to continue my match and she hits me in the head with the title and gets the victory and steals the OBW title back. So I am not going to rest until I get it back. Now, through all the matches you've had, it looks like two of you have amazing ring awareness with each other, and you put on great matches, and it seems like the crowd's really behind it. Do you feel that, since you've wrestled each other so many times, that this kind of is like a sixth sense type of thing? Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's like when you work someone so much, you can anticipate what they're going to do because you can just look at them and know, hey, they're probably going to try this. So if they do, then I'm, I'm going to duck or I'm going to move or I'm, I'm going to try this. If they try this on me this time, if I try something different, then I have a different outcome. So you kind of get a ring awareness of what's going on. When it gets bad is when the outside elements come into play, such as her little boy toy Shane Andrews or you know now she's got the whole bad boy club so they've got Randy Royal so when I go out at OVW I'm not just wrestling against Jesse Bell I'm wrestling against Jesse Bell Randy Royal and Shane Andrews so when are you set to have a rematch with Jesse Bell's or face her again or get your hands on her I'm hoping this coming Wednesday on TV we do uh, TV every Wednesday night so talk to Dean Hill the owner of the company and I've asked for my rematch so hopefully it'll be coming up soon and now outside of OVW you've played both faces and heels do you find that um, one is easier or harder than the other I only do a face at OVW everywhere else I'm heel so I don't like it I don't like the dynamic but it's something that, I need, that I'm learning and do you prefer one over the other. Oh yeah, I prefer to be a heel all day, every day. And now, you've been only wrestling for a few years now. You've been involved in the industry for a little bit longer. Uh, what advice do you have for people who want to go out there and be professional wrestlers or be involved in the industry? My advice is to get real training. Go to a training school and get real training from a credible trainer, not just somebody who's like, oh, I've been wrestling for 10 years, let me train you. Young people getting in the industry need to go and get trained the proper way. And just shut up and listen. Everybody wants to come into wrestling and think that they know it all already and not listen, and that's no way to come in. And then finally, do you have anything you would like to promote? Facebook, Twitter, website, OVW appearances, any other wrestling appearances that you'll be at? I'm on Facebook. I have a fan page, Amazing Maria. Same thing with Instagram, Twitter, everything, Snapchat. Everything's under Amazing Maria. You can search Amazing underscore Maria and bam, there I am. I get the Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. It's all all the same. The Kentucky Derby is getting ready to go on. OVW is doing a event down on the riverfront for the Derby 
on April the 29th. So people who are in the Kentucky area, they're coming to the Kentucky Derby and they want to see, see some Ohio Valley wrestling. They need to come on down to the riverfront. The show's going to start at 6 o'clock on a Friday. We're doing girl fights all over the state these days. We've got April the 12th, girl fight in Jeffersonville, Indiana at the arena, gender war. Every match is a male versus female match. Girl fight is going to be May the... Third in Union City, Tennessee, May the 4th in Onley, Illinois, and May the 5th in Detroit, Michigan, or Westland, Michigan. All of those shows, you can see myself, Kayla Shadows, Crazy Mary Dawson, uh, Girl Fight's doing big shows and traveling everywhere. So if you get a chance to go see a Girl Fight, take it. They're a very good show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's podcast. And as always, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. And while you wait for next week's episode, you can check out my website, popanimecomics.com, where I write about anime, comics, and pop culture, as well as you can follow us on Twitter, at popanimecomics, for all updates regarding this podcast and the website. I hope to see you as a subscriber to my podcast. Check out my website and follow me on Twitter. Until next week, everybody, have a wonderful week.